0: The man versus horse race was won by a man. And a sriracha hot sauce shortage is on the way. And Los Angeles removes crosswalks painted by a secret group. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast that's recorded inside a closet. Oh, yeah. The man versus horse race was won by a man. This took place in Wales. There's a very famous and grueling man versus horse race. Another strange sporting event in the UK. What is going on over there? Yesterday I covered the cheese wheel race. That was <laughs> wow, you guys really need to upgrade very archaic sporting events that you're just still holding on to while the rest of the world has moved on. Are you still throwing the discus? Are you still doing that? <laughs> the UK, come on. <laughs> Just... <sighs> All right, it's the 200th annual <laughs> Honey Badger Wrestling event. <laughs> Will everyone pick a Honey Badger and go? <laughs> Are you jousting? Are you still jousting? Please tell me you're not jousting. I really, I'm curious about that. Okay, let's get into it. The grueling man versus horse race has been won by someone named Ricky. Way to go, Ricky. This race, as you can imagine, pits man against horse on a a 22-and-a-half-mile course in a place called Powys, P-O-W-Y-S. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. A thousand runners and 50 horses took part. The horses are really outnumbered. Are they aware? Uh, We have uh, Ricky, the star of our story. He's 37 years old. He's known as a trail runner. He beat the first home by more than two minutes, it says. He won a $3,500 prize. And only two people before Ricky have ever won this since the first race was held in 1980. Uh, so it actually doesn't go back 200 years. That I thought it might because the cheese wheel event goes back 200 years. I thought you guys might be racing horses. So who knows? Way back into... You know, Paleolithic times over there. Now, I was wondering, as you probably are wondering, how did this event begin? Well, it began in a pub, like most cockamamie ideas in the UK begin in a local pub. Um, Gordon Green argued with another man or two that a runner could actually beat a horse over a long distance. And that's how they began it. I'd imagine the cheese wheel race began that way as well. Why are you telling me a man can outrun a cheese? That's cockamamie BS, Larry. But I tell you, I could outrun a cheese wheel down a hill, could you? Well, I don't know about down a hill. Could you do it up a hill? Well, I don't know about up a hill. Could you race a horse? All right, now we can do it cheese or horses? Pick one. How about we do both? (laughs) Very bored individuals over there. This is what you get. You got bored people and copious amounts of lukewarm beer. Now back to the story. Our winner of the horse race, Ricky, is a father of two, a member of an athletic club. He has several running titles. Uh, He beat out a few camels last year. He won the man versus emu race in the spring, and (laughs) he—I made those up. I don't don't know if he's winning any races against other animals. He's also a firefighter. Oh, and here's a little anecdote. He couldn't sleep before the race against the horses. He was awake for 29 hours and still won. And he flew in from another town entirely. This guy's very serious about racing animals. (laughs) Well, you need goals in life to keep you going. It's not easy. You know, we don't have enough oxytocin bouncing around, so you go out and you race horses. That's what you do. Feel good about yourself. Maybe win some pounds that you can then go spend at the pub and come up with some other terrible ideas. A sriracha sauce shortage is on the way. (gasps) Oh, no, guys. Sriracha sauce, the beloved sriracha. Do you like sriracha? Have you had it? Some of you live in foreign places. Maybe you don't know about sriracha. Foreign places. Listen to me. Yeah, some people live in South Africa that listen to this. Have you heard of sriracha in South Africa? What about in Finland? People listen from Jersey. I don't know if there's sriracha in Jersey. New Jersey is a weird place. Okay. You guys, I assume, know about sriracha. It's made by Hui Fong Foods. It's a chili pepper spiked rooster emblazoned sauce. It enjoys quite a popularity, very mainstream, yet cultish at the same time. There's many diehard fans of Sriracha. I've seen people wearing Sriracha sauce t shirts, all right? They make Sriracha sauce hats, bean bags. And here's a fact about the Sriracha maker it's in California. Did you know that? I had no idea. We're learning here on Weird AF News. We're learning where Sriracha sauce is made. And that we're going to have to go without it for a little while, perhaps. I have half a bottle in my kitchen right now. I'm hoping it'll get me through. Man, supply chain issues. They're affecting us all. Now, the California company recently informed retail customers that it was halting production of its beloved condiment. And when word began to spread this week, a panic, a panic ensued. The company says that weather is affecting the production of the chili peppers. Chili peppers are the primary ingredient in that sriracha, I'd imagine. It says here, without the chili peppers, they can't produce their signature fiery red delicious sauce. And that they're going to immediately place orders on hold. And the shortage applies to not only the sriracha sauce, but also its chili garlic sauce and the sambal sambal olek condiments as well. I don't know what those are, but perhaps I should try them once the supply chain kicks back in. I'm down for anything related to sriracha. It's delicious. But there's an end in sight for anxious shoppers. The condiment maker says, thankfully, it hopes to resume filling orders after Labor Day when it, it predicts that the supplies will be back once again. Whew. Now, I have a quote from the sriracha spokesperson, which sounds like a really cool job. I feel like I could be a sriracha spokesperson. We just got to talk about how awesome it is. I already do that. Why not pay me? I think the spokesperson for Sriracha sounds like this. We are still endeavoring to resolve this issue that has been caused by several spiraling events, including unexpected crop failure from the spring chili harvest. We hope for a fruitful fall season, and we thank our customers for their patience and continued support during this difficult time. Viva Sriracha! Yeah, yeah. The spokesperson for Sriracha ends every speech and press release with "Viva Sriracha, Viva Sriracha." <laughs> well, we're gonna have to hold off on the "Viva Sriracha" for a little while. This trickle-down effect is already being seen. Certain businesses. We have a sushi sushi restaurant in Kentucky. Yeah, there's one. Uh, this restaurant posted on their Facebook page notifying customers it might not be able to offer Sriracha as a free condiment. You might have to pay for it. And they also said. Since Sriracha also plays a key role in their house-made spicy mayo, they're going to limit everyone to one free spicy mayo per two rolls until they can secure more resource resources of Sriracha. (laughs) How sad. Also, Brady's Sushi and Hibachi in Richmond, Virginia, posted on their Facebook page saying, thank you for your cooperation and understanding during these challenging times that we're going to be very low on this amazing condiment. Please bear with us. Everybody's being... Let known about the situation. Here's a statement from a company called One of a Kind Orgies in San Francisco. They say, for the time being, we're going to have to postpone all of our sriracha themed orgies. We apologize. We'll let you know when that changes. I just made that up. Actually, that's not real. But you can imagine it might be real somewhere. <laughs> the sriracha orgy. That one's going to hurt. <laughs> Sorry, it's my show. But never fear, the article says you can still sort of find it at various online retailers. So if you guys go digging around, perhaps you can get a few bottles to get you through the summer and into the fall. And the article says, may we suggest attempting to make your own version of Sriracha? Oh, Do we have a YouTube search in our near future, perhaps? How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm... Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at Aruba.com. A secret group is painting illegal crosswalks in Los Angeles. And the city is removing them. The illegal crosswalks remained untouched for many weeks. But on Friday, Los Angeles city workers were on site, steaming them away. The set of four crosswalks popped up at a very busy residential intersection in March. They were allegedly painted by a secretive group that calls itself Crosswalk Collective Los Angeles. This group was interviewed by NPR, and they said that they were tired of waiting on the city of Los Angeles to make what they said are much-needed improvements for pedestrians, such as crosswalks at certain dangerous intersections or busy intersections. So they took the do-it-yourself route. They took matters into their own hands. They started painting their own crosswalks. I had no idea. And, of course, the city doesn't like this. They have a policy in place to remove any unauthorized installations throughout the city and they're clearing the way at this particular intersection in the story for a better and safer intersection here's a quote from the los angeles department of transportation this location uh, is also the site of a planned traffic circle as part of a program that's being installed workers on the site will work throughout the day to Install an all-way stop with a traffic circle designed to slow cars traveling through the neighborhood, improving safety for people walking, biking, and traveling by other modes. We can't have these illegal crosswalks, though. You can't take matters into your own hands painting crosswalks wherever you feel like, okay? We're on the case. Yeah, but you weren't on the case until somebody illegally painted the crosswalk. That's what they're not saying. Because, you know, central government, they're not proactive. They're always reactive. You know, I covered a story where in one particular city... Nobody was filling in the giant potholes. You know, the Department of Transportation wasn't fixing the streets until someone stro- started drawing penises in the, in the potholes to bring attention. This is centralized government for you. They sit on their hands until, you know, we poke them a little bit. It's very sad, really. Now, of course, they like to make you think that you have some input on such matters. Um, they claim that. Your local Department of Transportation district engineering office can take requests directly from citizens when they want to suggest an improvement. But like we know where those suggestions go. It's like that suggestion box in any organization. Like, do you really think that people do anything with those suggestions in the box? Well, local government's the same. Now, there's a citizen in the story named Odunsi who says that residents have been calling on the city to also install a speed bump, but claims the city has been unresponsive to this request. (laughs) Of course. While the city is sitting on their hands, Crosswalk Collective LA says it's been very busy. They've installed a new set of unauthorized crosswalks on the intersection of Rosemont Avenue and Marathon Street. Meanwhile, (laughs) they were getting busy, man. And they even give you an update on their Twitter where they install the new crosswalks at Crosswalks L.A. They tweeted, while the city was removing our crosswalks at a different location, we painted one that was requested on April 11th by a resident through our request form. The city doesn't keep us safe after all, so we're going to keep you safe. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) I don't know if this is the best answer as well, but people give a shit. That's the point. And when you attempt oftentimes to use the bureaucratic channels laid out by the governments to address issues, oftentimes you're ignored. (laughs) So what are you supposed to do? I feel like this about many issues. There are so many things going on in my government that really piss me off. And I often feel very powerless about these things. So I like when I see stories like this. Crosswalk Collective LA, a secret group. That's trying to keep us all safe in L.A., which is a dangerous city. You know, at times when we feel powerless to influence government, either by vote or other paperwork, a technology can step up and solve our problems. And oftentimes we don't have to ask permission for that. I'm thinking of a particular story out of San Francisco. Do you remember the poop app that someone invented? Uh, I don't know if this is still the case, but at one time there was so much human excrement all over the city of San Francisco The city was not cleaning it up. Uh, I assume there was a lot of complaints about it. Someone took it upon themselves to create an app called the poop app, which showed you where all the human poop was so you didn't step in it. (laughs) This is what it's come down to, guys. A poop app. Yay! It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Viva Sriracha! Viva! Viva Sriracha! Spicy! (laughs) That should be the commercial, I think. I could totally produce an amazing sriracha commercial they should hire me okay where were we oh yeah that was a weird episode i'm highly caffeinated and i'm grateful that you were you know with me for the whole thing you've made it all the way to the outro give yourself a pat on the back like this all right are you caffeinated too what are you on oxytocin (laughs) beta carbolines what are you on uh anyways today is thursday that means tomorrow is friday guys so heads up friday Send me Florida articles because tomorrow on weird AF news, of course, as we always do, we are going to do the Florida Friday episode, all the weird news from Florida this week. So I appreciate any assistance, uh, assistance in the way of you sending me any weird Florida news from this week. Please don't send me Florida stories from 2013. I know they're crazy and they're funny and they're weird, but I'm trying to keep it, you know, I'm trying to keep it like up to date. See what I'm saying? I'm trying to keep it like news that's current. If possible, there's plenty of news currently coming out of every day, every day, plenty of stories out of Florida that are just cockamamie part of my language. If you guys would like to support my show because you love what I do and uh, you have a little extra cashola, you probably don't. But if you, do, if you do, we're all struggling right now. But if you do and you want to support the show, I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you checked out the Patreon or you can buy me cups of coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com. You can also download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF, weird AF News. Or go to com slash weirdafnews. When you join the Patreon, you also get access to what, what I would call unlimited extra weird content that comes from my brain. And from, well, all the stuff I'm taking in, anyways. Um, my life is filled with uh, weird content, so... Some of it's not appropriate for the podcast. Some of it's like their videos or they're, they're image related. Like you need to see it to really get it. And in those instances, I put them into the Patreon. And I do follow-up stories in there. I put a lot of like, you know, clips to weird videos I watch in general on YouTube because I just watch a lot of that stuff. Uh, So yeah, the Patreon's pretty cool. A lot of good stuff in there is what I'm saying. I'm trying to sell you on it, but really above and beyond anything, you just get a good feeling knowing that you're supporting the only daily Weird News podcast that's recorded inside a closet. I mean, that's a really good feeling. You can tell your friends about that. Yes, if you don't have any money, just tell a friend. Listen to Weird AF News. Check it out. Florida Fridays in particular is pretty swell in general, so I've been told. All right, I love you very much, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.